This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited to record today's episode and being a thousand percent honest with you guys the past little while, I haven't fully loved kind of doing the podcast. And I think that's normal. I think we go through phases in life. I think sometimes we're really into something. Sometimes we kind of rely a little bit more on discipline to do it. And so the past little while recording episodes, sharing my life, sharing stories, sharing tips has been more of a discipline type of thing for me. But today I'm actually really excited to record. I obviously love the podcast. I obviously love you all. But Things have just been feeling a little off, and I think today's the day that we're going to get back on track. If you're listening to today's episode before June 3rd, I want to remind everyone that if you live in Toronto, we are hosting our first ever Healthridge Collective event at Jaybird Studios in Toronto, like I mentioned. It is a hot Pilates type of workout class. It's going to be so fun. We have so many people coming. It's going to be just a really wholesome event. We have amazing sponsors like Sapsucker, Benefit Cosmetics, Bubble Skin Care, Roasted Nut, Bee Yoga, whole bunch of places. So if you live in Toronto and you want to come meet a whole bunch of like-minded girls, you want to shop some Helfridge Collective in real life, then please be sure to grab a ticket. It'll be linked down in the description. And of course, if you love this podcast, which I hope you do, please make sure to share it with a friend, send it to your parents, send it to an ex, send it to an ex-friend, send it to whoever you want, post it in any group chats, share it on your stories, and have everyone come and join the collective. Also, if you haven't joined the group chat, feel free to join the group chat. It's down in the description. We would love to have you. So the smallest life update for all of you, but Dean and I have decided that we are going to become plant parents. We went to a farmer's market last weekend, saw the cutest little plants. They're literally vegetables and herbs, but we've decided that we are going to become their parents. So if anyone has any gardening tips or tricks, please let us know. Please send me a message. Let me know what I'm supposed to do with my plants because we literally got them on Sunday and it's already Tuesday. We went outside. A lot of them are all floppy. Some of them are a little yellow. The soil's really dry. So we're trying to revive them because I really, really, really want it to work out. I think it's so wholesome. It's so cute. I spent a little bit of time outside there today just by myself, being with myself. I didn't have music playing. I didn't go on my phone. I just literally was out there planting my garden. And I say garden very loosely. It's literally just pots on our balcony. But it was just a really nice time to spend with myself, just kind of listening to the noise outside, having some fresh air, getting myself outside. And so this is one of my new hobbies that I've picked up. But if you have any advice for me, please feel free to share it because I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. But as you all know, Confident Girl Summer is in full swing. We are on week four, I want to say, week four of the Confident Girl Summer series. And today's episode is all about some wellness tips that I have to kind of help us boost our confidence. But I want to say that having confidence is definitely a mental thing. For example, this morning I woke up, I just was not feeling great. I felt very heavy in my body. I felt tired and lethargic and I just did not feel good about myself. And then as time went on later on in the day and I drank a little bit of water and I moved my body a little bit, I immediately started to just feel better in my own skin. And so there are certain things that we can kind of do, certain wellness tips to kind of get us into a mental state to feel the most confident. But also confidence is very much a mental thing and very much something that we constantly have to work on. 
So jumping right in, my first tip is that when you wake up in the morning, those first 20 minutes upon waking, I want you to only think of positive thoughts. The reason for this is that this is a time when your mind is the most impressionable, so we want to make it extremely positive. You want to start your day off on the right foot. If everything else is going to shit, you want to be able to control those first 20 minutes of your day and just try to put out as much positive energy as you can. So even if later on in the day, everything just goes completely awry and everything is crazy and you have a horrible day, you know that those first 20 minutes were bliss. Those first 20 minutes were for yourself. They were a time to reflect on positive things happening for you, positive things about yourself, positive things about the world, and really put you on the right foot to start your day on a good note. Now, this is something that I want you to constantly put into your routine. This is something that we're not just going to do once, but we're going to wake up every single day and make sure that we spend at least those first 20 minutes. It could be way longer if you want, but those first 20 minutes when you get up, only thinking positive and do this for 14 days, 21 days, 30 days, and just notice the change of your mindset. Notice the difference that you feel. Notice how light and positive and confident you suddenly become. So make the promise to yourself right now that we are going to commit to this and we are going to do it every single day when we wake up. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. 
Okay, so my next wellness tip is to ice roll. Now, you can either do this with an ice roller. I personally get mine on Amazon. I know a lot of people love the Skinny Confidential one. Also, you're able to just use plain ice. You're able to use ice and put that all over your face. But I personally find that one, this sort of de-puffs my face. I sleep really funny. I'm also a mouth breather. So when I sleep, I definitely get very puffy. And waking up, I love to just use the ice and roll it all over my skin. I will also say that ice rolling is so nice and like so soothing for anyone that has allergies. I have really, really bad allergies to literally everything. And so it's a constant state of puffy eyes for me. My eyes are literally always puffy and bulging. So having an ice roller or using ice and just kind of removing a little bit of that inflammation, but also just soothing my skin is super beneficial. It helps me a ton. And doing this first thing in the morning once I wake up, it's just a great way to kind of wake you up, shock your nervous system, and just make you a little bit more alert. Okay, next tip. All my OG girlies are going to know exactly what I'm about to say, but hydrate. I need you all to hydrate your bodies. And so we're going to set a water goal. Set two liters, three liters, four liters, however many liters that you want to drink per day. And you are going to make that promise and stick to it. Because as we know, when you make a promise and you don't follow through with it, you start to lose that trust in yourself. So we are going to make sure that we hit that water goal every single day. Now, I know drinking water can be really hard for some people. Some people just hate the taste of plain water. So if that's you, then I would recommend adding in some lemons. You can add in some Mio. You can add in some fruit, whatever it is that you want. And I would also recommend to get yourself a fun water bottle. Get a water bottle that you love. Get a water bottle that is super exciting to you. I know that sounds lame. Maybe it's just when you get older, but you start to really just love those kind of inanimate objects that you buy, those household items. And so get a water bottle that just makes you happy. Personally, I would get one of those ones that's kind of see-through. That way I can add in some fruit and I can just kind of make it more exciting and I can look at my water and think how pretty it is and want to drink it more. Also, you might be someone who loves to have a straw to drink your water that's how I am. Or you might be someone who wants one of those massive water bottles that has the different times with the different affirmations on it. Whatever floats your boat, whatever works for you, just make sure that you're getting that water intake. I will say that a lot of the time my confidence really stems from the way that I'm feeling about myself, obviously, but If I'm feeling super puffy or I've had a lot of sodium or I'm just feeling really just unwell and uncomfortable in my body. I know a lot of people can probably relate to that when you just, I don't even know how to explain it. You just feel uncomfortable. You put your clothes on, you don't feel good and you're just not feeling your best. I find that when I drink a lot of water and I sort of flush a lot of that out, I automatically start to feel more confident, more elevated, and just feel better about myself. Literally nothing has changed. Nothing has changed from one minute to the other, but just hydrating my body and kind of flushing out everything that's excess in my body that I no longer need is really good for my mental clarity, but it's also just good to overall boost that confident feeling that I am constantly striving for. Especially in the summer, dehydration is extremely prominent. It's something that is literally going to happen to everyone at some point. And so we want to make sure that we are hydrated enough that this does not occur. And I just always think whenever you're feeling sick or nauseous, you're dehydrated, have a headache, just do not feel good. 
you're not thinking about trying to be confident. You're not putting out your best energy. You're not being your best self. And so I am actively taking steps to make sure that I don't get to that point. And that step is making sure that I'm hydrated, making sure that I'm giving my body exactly what it needs and listening to what it's telling me. Being hydrated really changes a lot within our bodies. I have noticed that whenever my lips are super chapped, a lot of the time it just means that I'm dehydrated and it just means that I need more water. And this is going to sound so niche, but sometimes I get very insecure about my lips and I get very insecure that they're so small and I think maybe I need lip filler and I try to save up money to go get lip filler, but I don't have the money for it and it's a whole spiral. And I've realized that when I drink water and my lips are plump and they're hydrated and moisturized, I feel so much better about myself. And I realize that I don't actually need lip filler. I need water, Vaseline, and a good lip liner, and I'm good to go. Okay, my next tip is to do some sort of wellness treatment, I guess you can call it, for yourself. So for example, that could be a sauna session or going into the steam room at your gym or a lymphatic drainage massage. You could get a facial, you could get a facial massage, you could get a normal massage. And these are all things that are going to just promote your overall well-being, but also they're things that allow you to take a little bit of time for yourself especially in the hustle and bustle of our culture and feeling like we constantly have to be on, we constantly have to be doing things, especially doing things for other people, which of course is amazing, but also we need to prioritize ourselves at times. But we constantly get burnt out. We constantly feel kind of shitty about ourselves. We constantly let certain things go in order to prioritize other things. And so these are things that will give you the opportunity to put yourself first for once. These will be the things that kind of give you the opportunity to just relax and decompress, which in turn is going to make you feel better about yourself, which in turn, again, is going to promote your confidence. I personally love facial massages. I am someone who was born with a baby face and I haven't fully gotten rid of it at age 26, but I have noticed that by drinking more water and doing facial massages either by myself or at a clinic has just helped to kind of chisel my face a little bit and my baby face has been something I've been super insecure about my entire life. So doing these little things to just kind of help that insecurity and help shape my face a little bit more honestly has been extremely beneficial just for my overall mental state. If you're someone who's listening to this tip and you're thinking I wouldn't even fathom spending money on this, I totally understand and I want you to budget and I want you in a month or two months or however many months to treat yourself to one of these sessions. It really makes a big difference to take that time to pamper yourself and it's not selfish, it's not irresponsible, it's not financially irresponsible to prioritize taking care of yourself. Obviously, don't do this every single day, but once every while is extremely helpful to just make you feel better about yourself. And that's really all that confidence is. It's just feeling good about who you are and in your own body that you were blessed with. Going off of that, If relaxation type of pamper isn't something that you're super keen on, then save the money to go get your nails done, go get your eyelashes done, get your eyebrows done, get Botox, whatever it is that's going to make you feel good. And a lot of people could argue that this is extremely superficial and I understand why they would say that, but I honestly think that these are things that we do to promote 
confidence. These are things that we do to build our confidence. I 1000% can tell you that I feel a lot more confident and I feel a lot more put together and I feel a lot more like a bad bitch when I have my nails done. I love when I get my eyebrows dyed. I love when I get lash lifts and extensions and they're just things that make me happy. And A lot of confidence needs to come from within and I totally get that and I understand and that's why we talk about all those things. But sometimes doing things on a quote-unquote superficial level is actually still very beneficial and it's actually still very helpful. And obviously we all know that the way we look does not dictate our value and it's rather who we are and what we have to offer and how we treat people and all of that. But there's nothing wrong with doing things to want to look your best and then feel your best. Doing a complete 180 from that last tip. But this next one is to practice mindfulness. And the reason that I say practicing mindfulness is a really good wellness tip to boost our confidence because it really gives us the opportunity to think things through. It gives us the opportunity to really be diligent and thoughtful in our actions, how we interact with people, the decisions that we make. And when we're really thoughtful in the stuff that we do, we're going to most likely see benefits from everything that we're doing. And in turn, it's going to make us feel more confident in our abilities and feel more confident in our decision-making skills and feel more confident in what it is that we have to offer the world. A way that I've been practicing mindfulness lately is when I'm eating, I put my phone away, put my computer away, and just sit and eat by myself. And it can be kind of awkward to just sit in silence and just eat your food, but it really gives me the opportunity to one, be mindful of what I'm eating, and two, be mindful of everything happening around me. A lot of the time, I am so consumed by my phone, by Health Rich Collective, by this podcast, by school, and I never really get to take a time to just sit with myself and appreciate everything that's happening. And so when I'm eating, that's my time to really just sit in silence and look at everything happening around me. I've noticed that by doing this, it also helps my eating habits. As we know, I've really struggled with disordered eating in the past. And so sitting and really feeling the feelings of fullness and really focusing on the food that I'm eating and being mindful about it has helped me know when I'm full, when I want to stop, when I want to keep eating, and just has really helped me to listen to my body and listen to my hunger cues as opposed to having my mind somewhere else and just finishing a meal because I feel like I need to finish it or stopping myself prematurely because I'm scared to finish the meal. Okay, my next tip is to take note of all the small things and really appreciate and cherish them. This past week has been a really difficult week and Dean and I have kind of had something traumatic happen that we never thought we would have to go through. And even in the chaos of everything that has happened, I really tried to look at all of the things that we would normally take for granted. So people in my life who are so supportive or certain things that I've accomplished and all these things that we would normally think of as just small, normal things, I really tried to appreciate the shit out of them. Not only is appreciating the small things in life and appreciating the growth that you had or appreciating the people that you have in your life or appreciating the opportunities that you have going to show the universe that you are grateful for it and in turn have abundance come back to you but it's also going to help change that mindset because being honest life gets really shitty sometimes a lot of the time things happen that we don't have control over or things happen that break us down and we feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders and we feel like we don't know what to do. But by looking at every 
really, really small thing. It can be the smallest thing. It can literally be that you're thankful the grocery store had one apple left. It's going to automatically rewire your brain to start looking at the positive rather than the negative. And this is so important, especially in moments where you're being tested, especially in moments where life is so fucking shitty. That's the time that it's the most important for you to start looking at the small things and being grateful and appreciative of them. I feel like by doing this, it helps with your confidence so much because as I mentioned, life is going to break you down. Things are going to happen. And when those happen, a lot of the time your confidence gets shattered. A lot of the time you feel like shit. A lot of the time you think that you can't do something. But by looking at all of the small things that you are so appreciative and grateful for, it's going to help you rebuild. It's going to remind you that you can get through anything. You can get through anything that life throws at you. And having this confidence in yourself that you can get through things is very, very important. It's so crucial because there's a lot of people who don't feel like they can get through things. And that's very scary. That's very scary to have that feeling. And we never want to doubt our abilities to go through hard shit. We never want to doubt our abilities to be able to come out on the other side. And I want all of us to just know and to start building these habits, even when things are great, when life is amazing. I want you to look at every little thing and really just soak it in and be so thankful for it and look at the positivity in all of it because those habits that we're creating when things are good are going to help us so much when things are really bad. Also, just a reminder that life ebbs and flows. There's moments where life is so great. There's moments where life sucks. But just know that everything comes in waves and everything is a moment in time. So right now, while you're listening to this episode, I want you to think of five small mini school things that have happened either in your day or in the week that you are extremely thankful for. And every day we're going to just keep reminding ourselves of different things that have happened, different things that are presented to us, different people that are brought into our lives, and just think of those positive factors because in the end, building these habits now are going to help us so much more in the future. Okay, my next wellness tip is to make sure that your gut is doing well. They always say that the gut is basically another mind and your gut really affects your mental state. I've noticed this a ton and as someone who has crippling gut issues, I notice that whenever my gut is kind of not feeling good or I feel super heavy or this might be TMI, but if I like haven't gone to the bathroom in a few days, I notice that it really affects my anxiety, really affects my cortisol levels, and it really just affects my overall mental well-being. So if this sounds like you, and this is something that you struggle with, go see a doctor, go see a naturopath, go see a hormone specialist, go see whoever you need to see to make sure that you get your gut in check. One thing that I was told in order to kind of help my gut is to make sure that you're getting a variety of foods. And for me personally, this is very hard because I am a creature of habit. I will go probably six months eating the exact same thing every single day. And then I hate that food all of a sudden. I hate eggs and I hate pancakes or I hate whatever it is. And then I completely flip it, find something else. And then I eat that for six months straight. And that's just how I, how I work. But it's really bad because my gut flora is not getting a variety. And so my gut's not able to process things as well because it hasn't been exposed to them. And it's really important to have a really variety filled flora in your gut. I'm going to tell you guys something that's a way too TMI, 
But this morning when I told everyone and I said I wasn't feeling great, it's because I literally haven't gone to the bathroom in probably three days. And you know when you can just feel it and it's like so uncomfy and you're like, I literally need to shit myself, but I can't. So I woke up this morning feeling that way. I felt like my stomach was... 70 pounds. It just felt so heavy and I felt bloated and I just did not feel good. And I looked in the mirror and I did not feel good about myself. Not even because of the way that I looked, but just because of my mental state. And I feel like that's very justified when you're in pain. You're obviously not going to have a good mental state. When you're in constant pain, there's no person that's going to be in a good mood. So then flash forward a few hours and later on in the day, I finally went to the bathroom, thank God, and I immediately felt better. I immediately felt better in my skin. I immediately had a better mental clarity, mental state, and I said to myself, oh my God, I look so hot. Like what just happened? Literally nothing changed. I didn't lose weight. I didn't put on new clothes. I didn't tan. I didn't literally did nothing except get my gut in check. And I just immediately felt, I want to say a weight was lifted off of me, but that sounds really gross. But that's basically what it was. Okay, next tip is to literally just have blind confidence. I've talked about this before, but honestly, Dating Dean and being around Dean all the time, I have noticed this a lot because Dean's just a person that no matter what always exudes confidence. And honestly, that's probably one of the sexiest things about him. But no matter what I say, I could literally say, so I was thinking and he would stop me and say, oh, that I look so good today. Like, no matter what you say to this man, he's going to make it about himself. But it's one of the best things that he does. And he literally just exudes confidence every single day, no matter the time of day, no matter where he is. And it's obviously something that he has worked on. It's something that he's really come to terms with just who he is as a person and just loves who he is as a human being but he just always knows that he's the shit. This is something that I used to really struggle with wholeheartedly is just the concept of hyping yourself up all the time. And the reason for that is that I used to think other people would assume that I was cocky or arrogant if I showed any sort of confidence in any way. And so if anyone were to take a photo of me or compliment me, I would immediately shut it down because I was so nervous that I was going to come off as rude or like I said, just very egotistical. Even if I was at home by myself, I would get very insecure and very stressed out about telling myself that I look good, telling myself that I'm really smart or telling myself any of these affirmations about my own confidence and just about who I am because I would always assume that confidence came off as cocky and I wanted to be someone that everyone just always knew was very humble. But as I've gotten older, I've really realized that there's a massive difference between someone who wholeheartedly loves themselves and is confident and someone who is arrogant and conceited. And the biggest difference comes from the way that they treat others. I'm sure we've all been around someone that you see the way that they act and you see the way that they treat others and we just know that they're overcompensating. We just know that they're overcompensating for some sort of insecurity and they're acting super high and mighty. They're acting like they're better than other people. They're brushing people off. They're ignoring people. That is not confidence. That's just being a dick. That's just being rude and like I said, it's literally overcompensating for whatever insecurity that they have. If anyone were to meet Dean, for example, I can guarantee that everyone would say that he is the sweetest, most 
kind human being you've ever met. Whenever I meet someone for the first time and they talk about Dean, I always tell them that Dean's the nice one between us. Like Dean is the one who is just so sweet and he makes me look like a bitch, to be honest. Like he's just so, so nice. But Dean also has the most amount of confidence I've ever seen in any human being in my entire life. And this is basically just me trying to tell everyone that being a good person and being confident can go hand in hand. So hype yourself up 24-7. You literally need to be your biggest hype girl. And of course, we have the affirmations that we all know and love. But another thing that we are going to start doing is we're going to start accepting compliments. And like I said, this is something that I got really nervous about and I would brush people off for many years when I would get some sort of compliment about literally anything because I wanted to come across as humble. But you can be extremely humble and also very appreciative when someone gives you a compliment because it's a very nice thing to get and it's a very nice thing to hear and sometimes we need to hear these compliments. So next time you get one from someone, I want you to say thank you. You can return a compliment or you can just leave it as thank you and we are going to not brush them off. At the same time, I encourage everyone to start giving out more compliments to people. I, it sounds weird, it sounds weird, but I get such an adrenaline rush and such a confidence boost when I compliment someone else. And this literally happened to me when I was in Pittsburgh once, and this is just the one that I can think of off the top of my head that really stuck with me. But I gained the confidence and gained the courage to compliment some random person that I don't know. I complimented her outfit because I really, really liked it. And I walked away from that interaction thinking, one, so fucking proud of myself for talking to someone who I don't know and interacting with a stranger and starting a conversation. Two, I feel good that I made her feel good. And it gives us that sort of endorphin high. It gives us that dopamine high. We're so happy that we made another human being feel good about themselves and good about what they're doing and good about life in general. And so I want us to all focus on giving out more compliments to people. And not only will it boost our confidence, but it's also going to put us on a higher wavelength. It's going to put us on a more positive path. It's going to let the universe know to bring in more opportunities, more abundance. And why would you not want to be happy all the time? Why would you not want to make other people feel good? It's just going to make you feel so much better. Okay, next wellness tip to boost our confidence. This one is one, very personal, and two, a very non-mindset type of wellness tip. But I always feel hot as fuck when I get waxed or I shave. And I want to preface this by saying that I do not shave and I do not wax for anyone other than myself. I will only get waxed and I will only shave my legs whenever I feel like I want to. Dean already knows he would literally get fucked. He would be so screwed if he ever tried to tell me what to do with my own body. So I literally only do it for myself and it just makes me feel so good. A Brazilian wax makes me feel so clean. It makes me just have this confidence boost. It just makes me feel good. And that's literally the reason that I get it done. Of course, this is to each their own. Some people don't like to get waxed. Some people don't like to shave. One million percent do whatever it is that makes you feel sexy. Every person is very different. And so what I say that I like, you might not like. And so make sure that you're literally doing everything that you're doing, especially when it comes to your own body for yourself and because it's something that you want to do and not because it's something that 
you feel like you have to. I've said it once and I'll say it again, but literally no one has any say over your body. So ladies, keep that in mind. Okay, going back to the whole waxing thing, but a little tip for moisturizing your body is that after you have a shower, make sure you moisturize right away because your pores are going to be a little bit more open and it's going to allow the lotion to penetrate a little bit better and just try it for a try it for a little bit, try it for a hot minute and just notice how soft your skin is going to feel. That's something that I learned. I honestly want to say Haley Bieber said it, but someone said it and I've tried it and my skin has never felt better. Okay, continuing on, my next tip is to get some sunshine or some fresh air every day. And the reason for this is that if we are similar in any way, shape, or form, which I'm guessing we are because you're listening to this podcast, but I spend a lot of time inside and I also spend a lot of time isolated. And so it can take a very large toll on my mental health. So especially in the summertime when it has more sunshine, the weather's better, I can actually go outside more often than I can in winter. It's really important to me to get outside at least once a day. The sun does wonders for your mental health and being outside and having fresh air and seeing everyone and just being out in public (laughs) really does make a massive difference for your mental health. And as we know, if you have good mental health, you're able to focus on building those habits towards boosting your confidence. It's very hard to work on your confidence when your mental health is not doing great. So a way that I like to focus on making sure that I get out of the house at least once a day is to have something planned. So let's say I have Pilates planned one day. I know that I'm going to walk there and back. I know that I'm going to go outside. It's not an option. That's the only way that I get there. On certain days when Dean decides to go into the office, I make a plan with him to go and walk and pick him up and then we walk home. But I like to have these things set in stone because when I've been home all day and I've been laying in my bed, I've been sitting at a desk, I've been just kind of doing my normal day to day, it's very hard for me to muster up the strength to actually leave my house. But by having these things set in place, so you could either have a lunchtime walk set in place, a bike ride with a friend, a picnic, something to keep you accountable, it helps you and basically forces you to get outside. Going outside is a massive mood booster, so make sure that it's something you're prioritizing. Okay, one of my biggest confidence tips is to focus on your skincare routine this summer. And the reason for this is that for me personally, one of the feelings that I hate the most in the entire world is when I have makeup on my face and I'm sweating and I'm hot and I feel uncomfortable. So this summer, I'm really trying to go very minimal makeup or fresh face. Skincare is very tricky because each person is very different. All of our skin types are very different. Some people have oily skin, some people have acne prone, some people have dry. So what works for one person is probably not going to work for someone else. And that really sucks because a lot of it is trial and error. When I first came off of birth control and I had cystic acne all over my face, it took a very, very long time to figure out what products worked for me and what products didn't. So play around with some different skin products and different brands and see what works best for you. But I will say that staying consistent with your skincare routine is very important in order to see results. 
I'm very lucky that I don't get a lot of acne on my face, but I get a lot of acne on my back and on my shoulders and on my chest. And this is something that I've struggled with for a very long time. And it's something that I'm super insecure about. So what I've been doing lately, especially because it gets extremely irritated, especially in the summer, just because I'm sweating so much more is post-workout every single day, I will make sure that I hop in the shower, I do a body wash, and I clean my skin. I try to make sure that I do it as quickly as I can post-workout. And then if I decide to go on a walk that day, or I'm outside, or I'm sweating, then I will also take a body shower at night, and I will just make sure that my skin is as fresh and clean as it can be. I've also been using certain products to try and help it, but this is something that, like I said, I've just been super insecure about my entire life, and it got a lot better in the winter time while I was here, but now that summer is coming back, my skin's just getting super irritated, and I've been really insecure to wear tank tops or even certain t-shirts, and I really have to work on just being confident with myself and just kind of having a fuck it, who cares sort of mentality because it's almost like a catch 22 that when I want to wear a long sleeve or a hoodie or a crew neck because I'm insecure about my back and my shoulders, it causes me to sweat more. And when I sweat more, it's going to get stuck on my skin and I'm probably not going to be able to go home and take a shower real quick. And it's a whole thing. So I have to really just tell myself, suck it up. It's okay. Acne is normal. It's very normal for everyone to have acne. It's a normal human thing. So wear your fucking tank top. Wear your fucking tank top out in public and just exude the confidence that you have. And no one else is even going to question the acne that's on your back. No one else is even going to look at it because everyone's going to be so enthralled by your amazing personality. And so that's basically how I've been getting myself to wear tank tops. So if you see me wearing a tank top, just know that it took a lot of forcing. I don't even know if that's the right word. It took a lot of affirmations and self-talk to be able to even wear that tank top. So please, please, please be proud of me. That also just goes to show that everyone struggles with different things that impact our confidence and kind of make us feel a little insecure sometimes. So it just really reiterates the fact that we just want to be kind people. We want to always be sweet to everyone. We never know what someone else is going through. And so if we see someone wearing something or doing something that we think is incredible, go and compliment them. I also want everyone to wash your face for a full minute. I saw this on TikTok and a dermatologist said that basically you should be washing your face for a solid 60 seconds. And I want you to time the next time you wash your face and let me know how many seconds you realistically would do it for because a minute washing your face is like a minute doing a plank. It is the longest minute of your entire life. And I guarantee you, you are not doing that. I guarantee you. But Dean and I started actually like putting a timer down on the counter and washing our face for a minute. And my skin feels a lot better. My skin feels so much better. It feels cleaner. It feels smoother. And it really just goes to show that I was basically half-assing my skincare routine and I had no idea. And I know that every person is very different. Everyone's skin's very different, but I've been using bubble skincare lately and I just want to give them a quick shout out. Not sponsored. I wish it was, but I just want to give them a quick shout out because my skin has never felt so amazing and it's taken me a really long time to find a skincare brand that I really, really wholeheartedly love. And I just love the products. I literally love the products. So if you're looking for a new skincare brand that you want to try out, look at what they have, look at the ingredients, see if it's something that you think would work well with your skin and go from there. My last tip, my last tip I promise is 
to do things in order to manage your stress levels. Again, reiterating the fact that mental health is going to affect your ability to work on these confidence habits. And when your mental health is really struggling, it takes an extra amount of effort to present confidence and to be confident in yourself. And I've found that when I'm very stressed out, it obviously impacts my confidence because I think the entire world's ending. I think everything sucks. It messes with my mental state. And so finding ways to manage your stress is super important. Obviously, very much easier said than done. Obviously, I don't know anyone who has an easy time managing their stress unless you're literally living somewhere super chill and have just a very chill mindset, which I wish I could be like that. But most of us probably have a really tough time doing this. So it's really just important for us to try our best. And I have a full episode on tips for managing stress. But one of the tips that I want to share is that if you have a large list of things to do, a lot of the time when you look at it as a whole, it looks very overwhelming and you can just feel very scared almost. And a lot of the time that causes us to be very unproductive because we're just, we're nervous. It just makes us nervous looking at a large list of things that we have to do. So what I would recommend is break it down. Break it down into smaller, more digestible components and start working on one thing at a time. I had a massive list of things I had to do today and when I just casually started doing a few of them, I looked at my big list later on in the day and I realized that I could already check off around five of the things just because I started thinking about it minute by minute of my day instead of my entire day as a whole. But if you find that you're constantly stressed out and you need some tips, then go listen to that episode because as a fellow stressed out girly, I have a lot of ideas and a lot of ways that we can all try and manage it a little bit better. But those are some of my wellness tips in order to boost our overall confidence and have the most confident girl summer we can possibly have. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, please give me any feedback that you have. Let me know any topics you want to hear and be sure to share the podcast. Thank you guys so much again. I love you and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.